Welcome. Welcome back to the Two and a Half LLC's podcast. I said welcome back because you probably already been here, but you didn't even know you was here yet. Listen, my name is Retro Dre, R-E-T-R-O-D-R-D-E on Instagram, Retro Dre underscore on Twitter, and Retro Dre on all streaming platforms. Hey, listen, if you haven't heard my album yet, you should. Legendary album. It will never be the same on all streaming platforms. If you don't know, now you know, and you better find out until you know. However, this is the first installment, the first, the technically not first, but first episode, a.k.a. pilot of the Two and a Half LLC's podcast. Let's make some noise for our first unofficial official episode. Yeah. Let's make some noise. Soft claps, soft claps, soft claps, soft claps. All right, first... When we have an episode, we have to introduce who is involved. So, I introduce myself. Sir, can you stop on the table? Because that echoes where you're on the microphones. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. I didn't even know how I picked up. Yeah. All right. However, we have to introduce each person. So, I went first. Let this guy go next. I'm Alfonso Holmes, oh, that's my aka. Boy right there. Yeah. What up? Alfonso Holmes, aka Young Pluto. I'm back at it again Bow. on the Two and a Half LLC's podcast. Bow. Bow. What's up? But yeah. Happy to be back. You can find me on Instagram, Young underscore Pluto 08. Bow. That's it? Yeah. All right. Sir, who are you? You guys, what's your live feed? Stop playing. Twist, twist your, twist your iPad, sir. <laughs> Yo, this shit is heavy, man. Hey, man, you act like you ain't strong. With the Popeye man? arms over there. <laughs> Stop. All right, yo, what's up? What's up? It's your boy, the King Brett from Queens, aka this is KBQ on Instagram, founder of the Kings Queens Project Co. We're doing it on my personal feed today. I'm just glad to be back and in action okay. for two and a half LLCs. Ugh. And if you don't know, the LLC stands for. Look at it. Wait. We all good? We yeah, all we good. good. No, we good. We good. Okay, you said it. Lucrative life conversations. Two and a half, just a technically random number, but it's not a random number. So. If you don't know, you need not know. If you know, you need not know. And if you don't know, you might find out, but you might not. And we have to the side, a.k.a. Um, partial body parts over there, a.k.a. the infamous, famous videographer, graphic designer, photographer, creative enthusiast, and actual creative content creator. We have Damien Perry over here. What's say, up, say what's up to the people, sir. How y'all doing? That's how y'all doing? That's it. What's Good. going on? That's it. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. You ain't got no other way to promote yourself at all. I mean, you just <laughs> took care of all of it. Like, if you want to throw out a tag. My tag is the right, dot right. maverick on Instagram and like at archive by DP. Sorry, they're texting me saying to fix the feed. My bad. Fix the feed. Oh, they want to they wanted to see me? I mean they, they the light wasn't wasn't hit, right? To be fair, our dude just said this, so like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we also have our honorary member, Nas, who isn't here, but you will see him on episode number two, a.k.a. episode one. We have a new segment called Lucrative Tips of the Day. (laughs) 
Now, my installment for this series is, you know, if you hang around a lot of people that ain't shit, you probably ain't shit either. And also, two negatives equal positive. One positive, one negative equals a neutral. And two positives equal another positive. Which means, if you hang around positive people, you probably a positive person. If you hang around negative people, you probably negative as a motherfucker. That's pretty much it. Lucrative life sip of the day. All right. So, next. How many people in here play sports or have played sports or watch sports? What's popping? Easy. So, y'all ever heard the saying that sports is a microcosm of life? You ever heard that saying before? Well, I've never heard the word microcosm. Not for sports, but I've heard it for music. Same thing for sports, too, though. Okay. Because check it out. You can learn a lot from somebody by the way they play sports. Like, for example, if somebody, most easy basketball because it's most easy for me to do. However, while playing basketball, let's say if somebody is afraid to shoot that fourth quarter jump shot, that means they might be a little timid off the court. Or if they're a leader, they're most likely going to be the point guard. What up, Mike? Or that player on the team that knows how to get everybody in line and actually does direction. Or let's say that... The guy that's always shooting corner threes really don't like the spotlight, but just knows how to play his role in every situation off the court. Can I get it? So y'all ever seen examples where y'all can pull that from? Or situations that you notice? Yes, certainly. Like I I I think that's true. Like people don't go outside of themselves on the like in the real world won't go outside of themselves court most likely so it's like if you see someone or play with someone you probably know a lot more about them just from playing with a lot of different people you, you know you get a good idea of what what that person is about I can definitely say I've seen it with now I think about it I can I can 100% say I've seen it in everything like sport wise that I've done um, first and foremost, baseball, how some people step up to the bat, their style, their swing, their carry out, their pitch, how someone, you know, tightens their knuckles super hard for a knuckleball or, you know, the the, 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 the finger placement for how they get ready to do their curveball. Um, skateboarding, I've been skateboarding almost 13 years. Yes, big boys still skates. Um, everybody has their own style. There are some people that have, you know, that skate similarly, but... You know, whether you're regular or goofy, whether you skate tranny or, and tranny is short for transition. So whether you skate tranny or um, skate the street like I did growing up, your style is going to develop more and more. And it's like, to see people not get out of their comfort zone and that, and that I'm someone that used to always do that, it's, it's hindering. It's a big hindrance. It's a, it's a hindrance not only to watch, but to be a part of because you know you're trying to get better but odds are you know you're still going to slack a little more because you're both not going together but that's who you're always around your thoughts um so I've been to a lot of like cyphers like rap cyphers and like dance freestyles and stuff like that now in my perspective a lot of people bring their own originality to the scene. So what if they're like sheepish by nature 
they still can find a way to flaunt it to the point where it could be the boldest they can make it. You feel me? Not everyone's gonna be like if you guys know who Tide Eyes is, he's like one of the world's greatest crumpers. They're not gonna come out the gate like arms swinging and like have the most confident demeanor about themselves. As long as they find a way to present themselves and like and something that they're comfortable with. Seven out of their comfort zone may just be getting in the middle of the circle and doing it. Rather than the way that they like execute their act. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So it's bold enough for them that you just even get in the circle. And they just gonna grow. It's like a confidence booster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that first time you get on stage and you perform and you get your jitters out. I can say that I've been on stage so many times that I don't get a stage fright anymore. Yeah, because it's practice, it's consistency. Once you do something for a long period of time or you do it enough, it's going to become routine. And yeah, yeah, yeah. after that, it's just going to be like, oh, man, it's nothing, it's easy. It's yeah. what I do. Like Dave Chappelle, I mean, yeah. like he's, that man don't get a stage fright. Yeah, the fish bullshit. That shit was genius, bro. Yeah, of course. I mean, stage fright is one thing, but you can still get butterflies and a lot of stuff. I, I don't put stage fright and butterflies together. Butterflies is that you know that that slightly anxious feeling when you're like you're excited about something, but you're not entirely nervous. You know, you you know you are a little bit nervous. You know, the anxiety creeps in, but um, stage fright is like literally that point of freezing. Okay. And I feel like I've been performing on stage in a while, but even here at the studio when I've uh, I've recorded with Dre, it's like, uh, oh yeah, content coming. Anyway, <laughs> even even being at the studio with Dre, it's it's less that I get stage fright in front of him, or even just singing behind a mic or rapping behind a mic. It, it's it's that excitement. You know, that I feel like I have to channel properly. So when I'm on stage, I don't have stage fright. Yeah, but you're you know comfortable, I mean? right? It, it took some time. It took some time, like with anything. Okay. Like, repetition is key. Okay. I don't say practice makes perfect. I say perfect practice makes perfect. And as far as I'm concerned, no one is, pra- no one is perfect. Therefore, you just got to keep being repetitive. Keep going for it. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you don't start hitting all your jump shots in the game until you practice all of them. There and you go. make them. There you go. Don't just count the shots, count the makes. You know, I taught you well. I don't just <laughs> <laughs> Man, you shoot like everybody who first picks up a basketball. Don't even do that. I'm nice. You shoot like- not it's even. Like I'm a, nice. You I'm, nice a, I'm the nice. tallest nigga in here. I'm you, nice. I got nice the best defense in here. <laughs> you're nice at breaking. I, as long as you nice. You won't see me at the court. I'll take you. I'll take your kneecaps in the old age. You mean your kneecaps at your old age? I mean, I'm a skateboarding, so you know. Why? What set is this from? Monday night, nine o'clock. <laughs> What is this Monday night, bro? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's the exact time too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, son. Fuck around and be like, if you're some. No, let me stop. Let's copy. You got a theme song too, my G? No, I don't even watch TV enough to know what this theme song is. I'm weak. My shit gonna be. Ta da! But there are wild cards too, like that are brave, like the most probably courageous and brave on the court, but not anything like that off the court. Good point. There's. A few people I know like 
Yeah, because they're comfortable in their arena of work. Because you have a lot of people that aren't really comfortable outside of what they do. You have people that can basically go on stage and come in the studio and just kill. But as soon as they get on, like, in regular conversation, they won't, they freeze up because that's, that's just, they have that anxiety until they do what they do. Because I've noticed this talking to certain people that are in music. Like, outside of music or even when they get into it, they're not the most comfortable at actually communicating what they're trying to do, what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of people that aren't able to market and present themselves well to other people because they don't know how to communicate. Right. Because in order to get business and get clientele, you have to know how to communicate and market with the people you're trying to actually get business with or for. So you don't say, hey, I want to do this service for you. Say, what's the goal of doing this service? What's your goal for me doing this for you? Now, don't even talk about the product that you're doing, but what's the goal of me getting you and creating this content for you? Right. So, let's say somebody comes to your furniture shop, right? And they want to... You need to put me out like that. <laughs> what? Hey, you getting money selling furniture? Hey, yo, y'all trying to... Anybody in the chat need some furniture, blood? <laughs> but, say, let's say... How do you market the people that you're going to sell them furniture? So they can get, so you can get a buy, not so you can get in the say in the store, but get a purchase. Well, one you have to have a supply, you know, you have to have a supply for them to demand. So like, if I if you have, say this tablet, you know, you, it's a piece of paper, right? And I say, Dre, I'm gonna show you right now how to make a million dollars. I need you to write it down. What are you gonna say? I'm writing down. Okay, how are you gonna do that? Get a pencil pen somewhere. All right. I just supplied you with the pen. I, he had to have something to physically write it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to like be able to offer something like that. Yeah. Shout out to my shout out to my my manager, sales manager Tyler for that one. But you know. But um. Got these futons half price. Yeah, I guess. Right. Look, I I put you on the Tempur-Pedic. I put you on the Tempur-Pedic. You don't need to get another mattress. Three hundred dollars off your order, easy. Boom. One better price, a better payment. What's popping? But, but no, like like with anything, even as a songwriter, you know, as a as a as a producer, you know that you have to have something that someone else wants. We don't live in a, in a in a in a day and age where, oh man, I'd just be happy to do this for you without getting something in return. Yeah, that's just that's just how it is. Honestly, it's fair. Like, cause if I'm spending so much of my time on you. What am I getting out of it besides, you know, helping someone? You know, sure, out of the goodness of your heart, cool. But if someone else is still making money off of something you've done for them, and you're not seeing a dime of anything of your own good work... Sometimes out of 10, you're getting played. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you are, but it's like, what are you going to do about that? What are you going to keep going? Matter of fact, my homeboy that just joined, my my homeboy that just joined, Malik, what's popping? I know he been going to the studio. His brother play a lot of fire shit. People will come to him. People asked him to start modeling. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone asked him to do that because they saw something that could benefit them. Like, oh, man, this dude fits this description. So I can promote this by promoting what kind of styles of photos I could take doing this, doing that. Right. I'm a writer of all aspects from 
from poetry to songs to rap. Like, I've been doing this since I could first pick up a pencil. I wrote something. I wrote a pledge for my elementary school that's still there to this day. I wrote it as a first grader, and that shit is still there in the halls. And they still, and they still go past that. So nice. I know I'm destined for greatness with something like that. I, I will write a song for someone. Matter of fact, I've just started exploring writing music for females. Not that a song has to be, um, or music has to be, you know, set specifically made for one sex, or however fucking many genders is out there. I don't care. Um, it's that. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that too. Okay. Like, how do y'all feel about the it being mandatory or like being more like unaccepted for you to um, be kind of a homophobic? My shit's played out in my end, bro. My shit's just played out. Like, the reason why I say it's played out, look at Eminem. I know this nigga just sent a whole... But no, no, no. There's a, there's a point to what I'm about to say. Before yeah, I think I'm about to come at my nigga Slim Shady, I've always been... I'm one of his biggest fans, all right? He's said so many such shit over the years in his bars. He is not sus himself. Allegedly. Allegedly. I knew, I knew it was coming, allegedly. I don't know this man's personal <laughs> life like that. However, people wanted to get on Lil Nas X for doing his thing, you know, twerking on the devil. What is that? your own business, bro. And that other music video he dropped. So what? Who fucking cares? Well, he gives you a couple reasons to hate him. Like, I think his attitude is, if y'all don't accept me, I want y'all to, like, feel weird and disgusted. Are you mad about that? Am I, I mad get about it. it? No, but I think sometimes if... Not that I'm always thinking about this, but it's not a good example. I don't know if it's a great example, like, to... Talking about for the kids? It's not... Or, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good example Nobody for, gives a fuck about the kids. They act like they do, but they really don't. They give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck about the kids. Nobody gives a fuck about the kids. Some parents... No, a lot, some parents don't. Stop. And you know if you will feel... Allegedly, Ooh. apparently. So well, somebody knows a few. Somebody knows somebody who don't give a fuck about their kids. Mm-hmm. And they wish they never had their kids. Some probably, somebody probably probably told their kid that they wish they did, was a mistake and they got an abortion. Damn. Well, that's not in the majority. I, well, I hope that's not, not in the majority. majority. Yeah. It's, well, people don't I give a fuck about it. Right, well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's, 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 let's take that. Let's apply that same thing. Because we went from music to sexuality. or Let's... We're going to put this in a nice little bow. So, if I'm gay and I write you a song that sells $10 million, are you still going to sell $10 million and get rich off it? You still going to profit off it? more of a... No, just yes or no. Just for this, just for these scenarios, yes or no. It's a rhetorical at this point. I have to say yes. <laughs> right, no, you so don't. Boom. No, you don't. You can say no. If you make a million, you make a million. No, no. Be- I said, no, no, no. If I'm gay, if I'm the one that's gay and I wrote you a billion-dollar song, a $10 billion song, and you perform it, it goes well. Okay, boom. Hold on, hold on. At that point, sexuality doesn't matter, right? Okay, boom, because you just made that money. All right, boom. Now, if I'm a photographer, right, and I need an abstract expressionist to paint me a piece, and I need to capture this photo as a newscaster saying, yo, this kid is doing this, boom. I get up in my field at work, they get the, the the publicity they need to go elsewhere. However, the artist is gay. 
She's a lesbian. She's a dyke. Whatever the fuck. Whatever well, I'm the fuck not happens. saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think there's something... Like, if I can say this, I think there's something wrong with openly promoting the devil and stuff like that. A lot Even of if you were openly promoting Jesus, like, that would still be A lot of people do that way. inadvertently, though. A lot of people may not be able to see with hand signs and certain gestures and certain lyrics and certain visuals that they're inadvertently subconsciously promoting it. People just don't know the signs or where to pick up the signals from. But when is that in your face? Okay, my thing is, too, what That's is offensive. the devil? What is the devil? What I is mean, he? I mean, what he... It's what he... No, 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 no. Not what he stands for. What is he? <laughs> From my definition, well, or what I've heard, the angel on the left hand side. Okay. Fallen Tell angel, me more. Specifically. Tell me more. Fallen angel. Okay, boom. <laughs> Lucifer, the devil, Beelzebub, whatever the fuck y'all uh, named him as, is a archangel. Same, same as Michael, same as Gabriel, right? If you want to talk, you know, Judeo-Christian, uh, Christianism... Bactus, whatever. He was still an angel. A fallen angel. Secularist. And I'm not defending the devil or anything like that. I put my faith in love. So when anybody asks me, love is my religion. Because in any single, you know, format of music or, you know, even religion, there's always some other kind of nasty-ass turnaround about what should be promoted what should not be. I mean... People have been promoting God and whatever, like, for years and getting money off of his name, right? So what's wrong with him doing that same thing off of the devil? It doesn't mean he believes that, you know, oh, Lucifer is my monster. Like, same thing, hold on, but I take it even a step further. And this is going to seem way out of left field. 6 9 promoting X, Y, and Z. Like, what, what's the song I say? What's, what's a good song I could pop off for? It? It's not one. Um, I tell a nigga, don't dick ride, don't dick ride, da 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 Like... He's producing that hype ass energy, right? But look at what fucking look what happened to his name, how he got directed in mud type shit. Hold on, hold on. Um, but still, why is it okay for him to still put that energy out there after the, the shit he done tarnished in the past? Who said it's okay? Yeah, I'm not, Okay, okay, but that's my entire okay. thing. There's so many things to bitch about. Why is this why is this still something that, that has to be debated? Because it's not normal. It's, it's not. It's offensive. How is it not normal if we've been? It would be offensive if he was if he was on there shaking his ass on God. It just would be offensive. It's weird. To who? The viewer. Okay. To human nature. Just like. To, and by the way, y'all, I'm not. I'm not condoning any of this. I'm just speaking for people I've heard have this argument. I put you like this. When, from just this, my POV point of view, anyway. <laughs> From when people see something and something being heavily promoted that's being forced, it seems like, or it's not normal, people are going to have a certain way towards it regardless. Or let's say it's just really different, so to speak. People are going to feel strongly one way and the other and the in-between are just going to be in-between the whole time. So either way, they're going to be have a certain type of thought or feeling about it. But the difference is when it comes to that level of notoriety there's a lot of money and there's a lot of fame and eyes on that situation whether you like it or not you probably know somebody that has seen or heard about that video or what he's done indirectly so you have all these people all these eyes that are talking about seeing it and it's to certain people it's weird that's why they have 
the thoughts on it, especially like when Boosie said his what he said about it. At the end of the day, it just feels weird and not normal. So people are going to express themselves whether they like it, dislike it, or whatever, and they're going to feel that type of way about it. And it is it is what it is. Is it wrong? Depends on how you think about it. Am I going to say it's right? Ain't my place to say. I may not think it's right, but or wrong, whatever. Or it doesn't. I have no thoughts on it. He gay, he gay, whatever. Let's, let's move on. I got other shit right. to do. I don't care if he's gay. I, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily care what he believes in. I just don't like the image that comes from him promoting it in that way. Okay. That I get. That I get. And as I said once again, I'm rebuttaling for the people I've heard make this argument. And I wouldn't voice it unless I, you know, get some... I understand the clarity of what they're trying to um, put out about it. Religion can be forced down someone's throat, right? Now, you said you just said you don't like the, the, the image that's putting out there, right? Who likes the image of a priest touching a little boy? Nobody. But you right, classified that. All right, hold on, hold on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Something that would make that more satanic in nature. Okay. <laughs> that cannot be considered satanic if you look up what satanism is that isn't that isn't even falling that falls what i just told you about about priest and little boy that falls in pedophilia that falls in rape yes it can be heinous acts devilish even but that's not satanism it's not those are sins those are sins the word that you guys are looking for is sins Exactly. They're like that's what I'm saying. He's, that's why I feel like it's big. It, I don't think okay. he's promoting Satanism. Yeah, he's not. No, no, he's not. He's not. Thank you. See, he's, he's not promoting Satan. Look, he's not. It's not even a promotion. The only thing that he's promoting. Look, it's the song. He to, it's a, he, he's the only thing that's being promoted is the song. And he's the visual. The visual itself. Is a whole separate entity. Like, there's but no the promotion. Thing is, the thing for is, the video. whether he like, says it's just, it's, or he wants to, whether he says, "Oh, I'm not promoting." It is what it is. You I mean, yeah, he's he's twerking on the devil in the it video. Is That's what a, it is. It makes a, it more. It, it's just right, sin, so listen, listen, listen. Does the issue become no, worse no, no, if no, it's no, a female no, no, doing it? No, it's just sinful and it's just sinful in nature, bro. That's all it is. It's not even that crazy. Say it's not that crazy, yo. Like, look, no one's saying what. Look, promoting, promoting that activity. It's just as simple as you doing it on television and you're broadcasting it to millions of people. It is what it is. You can't say that's not promoting. <laughs> like he's he's like if he. The only difference between that and and what you're saying is him literally saying it. Like, oh, I'm promoting it. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's, Promoting it, though. He's like if it walks like a duck. (laughs) Nah, see, nah, no. I can go. uh, uh, Fuck with your nigga. I can go. uh, uh, I don't even want to go down to do any of that conversation. See, hold on, hold on. But that's my point. You not even wanting to go down this kind of conversation is what frustrates people the most because it's like. I get where you're coming from. Where like, like, why even talk about it? it's not even that I'm big a deal? For the sake of the podcast. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that. And I'm gonna manipulate it. It's just that the argument always tends to be, why not talk about it? Be blunt about it. 
so we can make it clear, so we can ha- stop having these objections about certain things. But that's where I'm leaving that at. But if y'all want rivers of blood in the street and kids playing out of emptied out carcasses and shit and wearing skulls on their head, all right, bro. Uh, Who's to say yeah. they, don't, they don't do that in other countries already? Are you there? No, I'm not there. I, but it, you know what? I'm dropping it. <laughs> y'all are right. You <laughs> say y'all are right. No, it's not a matter of being right. It's Thank just a matter of, of making opening our right. eyes. Shout out to Thrasher underscore Mike in the comment section section saying niggas twerking niggas with guns and drugs hashtag fuck the industry if I read that correctly yep. sideways. I mean they're doing it too What's I'm not that, disagreeing Mike? with that either that's it is what it is man you can't pro- you, that's promoting violence and if anyone says it's not promoting violence you can you can say whatever you want bro it is okay promoting so let me let me let me ask you a question do you listen to I know you don't. Do you listen to Vic Mensa? I don't listen wow. to Vic Mensa. Do you listen to Vic Mensa? Me? No. Drake? Recently, no. Okay. Do you know the song Shelter by Vic Mensa and Chance the Rapper? Yep. I have no and idea. Wyclef. So, Wyclef was in there? Yeah. He, Why should I come back in? Okay, look. There's a music video that explores, that visually explores the violence in Chicago. And when he released that song, he released a video to go along with it. Now, through audio and through visual, he expresses the environment of which he lives in and how violent it can be and how sad it can be. However, I don't see any promotion of violence, even though the violence is in the video. Or the aftermath of promoting violence. Like he is not trying to promote violence but because it's there but like but it's 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 implied and it's there it's a little bit different because it's in the it's in the video like how it's it's a weird it's a weird similarity but like in terms of like and just of like is how it's in your face how you said like little Nas was like it's right on and in your face is there but I wouldn't say he's promoting it. I wouldn't say he's. Like, I feel like it's less of promoting and more yeah. of inciting. It's just, it's just there. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's just <laughs> part of the visual. Like it's, it's just there. So what about the Satan shoes then? The Satan shoe with the blood in That's it. That's definitely promoting. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it. yeah, it it's is. A, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. Listen, because the video, even though it's not overtly, you know, the people behind him are funding it. He, whether he's in on it or not, he wants to do it or not, people behind him are fronting what he's doing. So a visual is the reason to promote the music. What does the visual have in it? That scene. What did everybody talk about from that video? Even if you haven't seen it, you probably heard about it. Yeah. That scene. So inadvertently. What? Perfectly. They were promoting that you may not agree with you may not agree with he was actually in advertently promoting it but it he really promoted it was it was there regardless (laughs) or not it was there and in the shoes the more i don't know if that went along with the video beside it but the shoe that even confirms a little bit more of it even though those are just two separate things they were along the same timeline I see where you're coming from. That's what I'm, I that's even what feel I'm like saying. that's a reach. The visual is there. Still a reach. Like, and the re- day he did what he did. He gonna keep doing it or not doing it. Dang, I should do me. I should do us. <laughs> I don't care about it no more. 
So it is what it is. <laughs> However, since we kind of broached on it, I'll talk about this a little early. Do we need to give up or really look at the hood mentality a little differently as we age and get older? I'm all right. All right. Now, when you say, matter of fact, not nah, tell me more. Elaborate. All right. So the mindset. The, obviously, all right. Obviously, we know, we know, or people have, or people that know, people that live in that environment, that that certain mindset kind of has a representation of what a certain group of people do or look like or act like. So in order for, let's say, us or people as a general rule view on the world kind of want to have a better look or a different look, per se, do we need to really shed and stop giving emotion or attention to the hood mentality on a major scale because of what it's doing to the people coming under it? I think what people really need to do is try to understand everybody like even though I'm talking about Nas X you know in a certain way like we need to understand where people are coming from and like if I bet if we if any one of us would put in the same position we might do this. we 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 probably would do the same things so it's just like what you have to do to survive that's what you're gonna do I don't disagree I don't disagree at all but it just seems like it's been sometimes it gets more of a heavy push than other things that could be getting pushed obviously we don't control our own media until a certain point that we get to so until we start really using our platform to do what we want to do present what we want to present we're not going to be able to do that regardless we're going to see what's being presented by countries or the whoever owns the bees and tvs because that's what their alleged view of what certain group of people do and the only way to change that is to change behavior and to actually put great knowledge and information on our own people or for other people that are trying to get farther as well through that level of ascension going forward. Thoughts, sir? That was pretty fucking heavy. It's not light. It's not light at all. (laughs) You said this ain't light like no milk. This is the real deal. Of course not. I already know. Honestly, I've been rebuttaling a lot this episode. Jeez. Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. I feel like you hit it on the head uh, with this industry simply because there's so much more to it than we just see. Even with, like, say, going live on something, you know what I'm saying? They're getting a sneak peek of what we're going on about. But being in the actual room is the key difference. Like, to understand everything that he's saying. To go deeper into the conversation of, no, he's he's eliciting sinning. He's not promoting the devil or whatever. But it's still a bunch of ways to go around and sugarcoating shit and shit, you know. And when it comes to, you know, the hood mindset of certain things, I feel like it's less of a mindset and more of a state of being. So we're like, let me say this right now. I am not a hood nigga. 
<laughs> I'm not a hood nigga. I'm a city nigga, for sure. With a country-ass heart. And that's nothing wrong with that. Am I a street nigga? Nah. Do I know how to move around in the streets? Yes. Am I capable of moving in and out of a hood? Definitely. That's where that line has to be drawn. Of being a street or hood individual. I feel like it should be more of a state of being and knowing how to operate. I went back home a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, yo, my hood is different. Like, they gentrifying the, out of the Ave, you heard? Like, and, and, and Sutphin and all of that. Like, all in Jamaica, Queens. I'm like, yo, what is popping over here? Like, what's really going on? What's bracking? And when I, when I visited, I noticed certain things were still the same. And I'm like, it's less, it really is less of being that person by nature but being in the environment instead. So, so no, it's not a matter of losing that hood mentality or that street mentality. Nah, keep it. That shit keeps you safe. Knowing how to move around, knowing when to shut the fuck up, knowing when to press. I wouldn't say it's a hood mentality, though. I wouldn't just say those are certain skills you need to survive in the world. I wouldn't say it's a hood mentality. It's different. It's different. Break it down. All right, boom. For all of you who do not know, we are in Carolina right now. I'm not going to specify which region, but we're in Carolina. Matter of fact, nah, we're, we're at AMI Studios. <laughs> okay, we in, we in Raleigh, North Carolina, you heard? Right over by Glenway, you heard? Y'all want to come through? Get your ass beat? Nah, I'm just you look at you, huh? I said I'm just man. playing, bro. That's what I mean about the mindset, even that quick. Because I know if you drop something on your location, right, that's grounds for everything. You have to know how to move around that from there. Because you tell someone, yo, bro, I just got a new wit, you know what I'm saying? Just got a new job. Niggas, yo, how I grow up, niggas will find out what you got so they can get it and do better with it. Or just to try to have that because they feel they got nothing. Mm. So you wanted me to break it down? I'm breaking it down. Out here in Carolina, you got a nothing but tall-ass fucking grass. Back home where I'm from, you want to see grass, you got to physically go to it. You got to go to these parks. You got to physically go out there. Whether it be flushing, uh, not flushing, fresh meadows, whether it be, hell, go to Central Park. Go ahead. See all the trees you want. Go to the pier. Whatever. Get a better view. But in my city, for real, for real, nothing but concrete. You see the snakes for who they are before they even come attack you. Out here, you got to cut the grass before it's too late and you get bit. Oh, shit. That's what I mean about mentality. So, yeah, it is mentality. I know how to move around out here because I know where the snake niggas are for who they are. Same thing with the shorties. I said this recently. I would I would rather date a shorty from my city and show her a different world out here only so she can grow and so I can grow and so we can grow together. Because if she stays in that one spot, that's all she'll ever know. <laughs> I'm grateful because I've always I was always going back and forth between New York and Virginia as a kid. So like I said, it's the mindset, not the character. Cause look, you how do they say you could take the kid out of New York, but you can't take the New York out of the kid? It's not it's not the character that's the issue. Cause once you move the character, the character is still gonna figure out, oh, okay, this is how I need to do. And then the more places he goes, that's when it becomes a world thing. 
not just one location of a thing. It's the mentality. I feel like we need to dead the image of someone being a street nigga or hood nigga or hood bitch or street bitch, whatever. No, they just got the mentality. That's all it is. You see how I broke it down? I hope y'all got that. I hope I hope y'all said semi got that at least. I agree to disagree, but I get what you're saying though. <laughs> no, I ain't mad at it. I don't see where you're coming from. Get you. Zo. Oh, to add on, I mean, I, I mean, y'all pretty pretty much nailed that one. Um, I do think like um, those qualities we need to survive probably will be amplified in people that come from a certain environment, whether you, you want to call it the hood or whatever. It's like, but the the problem is, or like what how we see it's not uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for. Uh, a person who wasn't raised in the, sh- the hood or street or whatever you want to call it, when you intersect with those people and we don't understand each other and it's very, like, uncomfortable and you don't know who, like, you don't know what to do, why, you know, why it feels that way and stuff like that. And I, I can see, like, why people would back away, try to back away from that and try to distance themselves from because that they're... encounter on both sides. Because they're, they're, all they were presented was, was a reason to fear somebody. They weren't presented with usually how they got to that point of being in that environment or being around a certain group of people that made them that way. You're talking about some people not even having a second chance. Some people don't even get a first, first chance. That's <clears throat> some people have parents that are both crack addicts and their grandmother was abusing them. <clears throat> and they end up killing people around like 11 years old to becoming a serial killer. But they end up getting shot by somebody that might have been in their game. Yeah. So, some people don't get a first chance. You know what the crazy thing is, too? And, and this and this is going to tie into first chances. Because when, every time I talk to someone out here, right, it's like they give New Yorkers a bad rep immediately. <laughs> so, when I first met you, what did you think about me? Um, I... I just thought you were just like, it wasn't even about your personality. I think I was like, damn, that's a big guy. Okay, <laughs> okay, boom. Dre, you were literally there the first day. <laughs> Where was your, the whole thing, he was there. How did I react when they called me little you? <laughs> How was my reaction on that? I um, mean, you went to your time sin on him, man. Okay, now, I'm not the second version of anybody, right? I am my father's child. Don't get me wrong, my father's son. You know, I have my mother's heart. I get that. And a lot of people will see that as being aggressive when it's really just being assertive. And you guys are assertive in your own fucking way, too. So y'all talk about, like, seeing our hood different or whatever versus y'all. Yes, the culture is extremely different. But the level of assertiveness y'all have is just, it's a, it's a false flag. It's a false mirror. It's a, it's a misconception. Because how Carolina is, it's secretly fucking friendly. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean like, oh man, how you doing today? Oh, that's good to hear, bro. Like, I'm feeling the silly shirt. You a family guy, you a family guy friend too? Bro, you can see I like family guy. I'm wearing the fucking shirt. 
know what I'm saying? I swear to God, I'm used to when I first came out here, I it was popping, keep walking. No, when I, like that's just growing up, that's growing up out back home. I come out here, yo, Dre was popping, keep moving. I came out here again. Hey, what's up? Hey man, what's good? How your day going? It's alright, preach. Keep walking. Oh man, like yeah, I'm telling you, can't do better, can't do better than this one right here. Yo, bro, why are you talking to me? I just said, hey, and kept pushing. That's it. Can't do better than this one. Like, it took me a minute to get adjusted out here, and a couple people will tell me like, nah, you was never that aggressive. Not from what I've been told by other people who still barely know me. Forget me being a big. Was I was not as big as I am now when he first met me. Yes, he was. No, it was not. No, it was not. The only thing I didn't remember him from high school. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't. He remembered me from college. Yeah, I was older, so. But I, I was tall. I was still tall. Not as tall as you then. Now I'm taller. I think you was taller than me then. Mm-mm. I think you was. That's why they called me Lil. Nah, you was. You was, bro, my height at that time. Well, then I moved at 20. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I was. You was tall. Yeah. I was. You was taller then. But it just, my, my notor- I was older and my notoriety at mm-hmm. that time, it was just. Now, the same way that can come off, like, y'all being friendly. To someone like me, we'll get defensive. Not necessarily because we're afraid, no. but it's like, what do you want from me? That's a little bit of a fear factor. Oh, that we have. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's why I said, y'all have y'alls, we have ours. So it's not a, it's not a matter of a difference. It's just pales in comparison because you guys do it differently. See what I'm saying? So y'all have your own hood y'all grew up in. I have my own hood I grew up in. Y'all have the mindset of what to say. Y'all just don't know how you guys should go about it because this person didn't grow up the same way you did. Right, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's what I was trying to say about the whole mentality versus person thing. Because we both have it. There's a line in between. That doesn't make you a street nigga because you're like, hey, man, how you going? I can say, yo, my nigga was popping. Do you immediately think I'm a hood nigga? A blood nigga? Because I just sound the type of way. Am I going to think you're a bitch, nigga? <laughs> just because you asked me how my day was? How was your day? Like, no, bro. It, 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 y'all have yours, too. We have ours. And I don't think it could be any well better explained than that. Because I'm like, bro, it's just mentality. That's all it is. Speaking of mentality, we're going to end on this. How... If you're in the position, are you going about dealing with being the one that's going to change the tide in your family tree? Second dick, all on my page. No, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> he, took, he had the best. <laughs> he took that opportunity and I said. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I really run it back because you cut out like the last minute on my iPhones. All right. Pretty much. How, if you're in this position, do you go about dealing with changing the tide of your family tree? Like changing the course of direction. Yeah, as far as if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, one of the first entrepreneurs, or the first musicians, or the first restaurant owners, writers, etc., etc. I don't think it's as hard as people think. I don't think it's as hard as people think. Depends on where. No, 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 no. I mean, at all. Okay. Reason being, serial killers have family members, right? Some of them, at least. 
Albert Fish had like eight kids. What was he? What was he known as? The the, the werewolf of hysteria in New York. Ted Bundy. He was a charmer. He had a wife. Eventually had a daughter, Rose. There have been killers that have had families. Some have killed their families. Some have killed themselves. Some of them are still out there in the open, unfortunately. But the same way you can disgrace a family and bring them down because of one bad action, you can lift them up with one good one, too. It's just that the negatives get noticed faster. So the reason why I say it's not hard it's just because you got to keep at it. The same way a killer is going to keep killing, keep being manipulative, you just got to keep grinding. You just got to keep shining. You got to keep being you. The same way the, the same way evil is still going to be evil, keep being the light. That's why there's a balance, fool. <laughs> That's why one doesn't outweigh the other, no matter how much we think. I say that as someone who has been struggling and struggling the past couple of days, weeks, years. But I still have faith in that. That's why I'm like, no, nah, I don't think it's as hard as we're making it out to be. It feels like in the moment. Like, my, my sales manager, my sales manager, Tyler, he, he, and this is my boy too, he taught me that you have to have a rhythm. You have to, might go eat if you're hungry. <laughs> you have to have rhythm. You have to have patience for certain things. He told me when he first started a year ago, right? He was jack shit. He was trash. Everybody back on him. Now he's one of the three people running the store. Because he get at his job. And he told me to get on the wave with him for the longest I finally listened. Now I got people coming back asking for me specifically. I've taken some cancels. I've taken some pretty horrible ass cancels. I've learned from three different GMs how to build myself better. Having product knowledge, knowing numbers, being able to come back from certain questions. It's not as hard as I'm making it out to be. It's, it's, it's difficult trying to be repetitive. But it's not as hard as it is to get the end game goal. You want to go to jail? Keep going. You'll get caught eventually. Right? Do you want to make it big? Keep going. He may be big. It may not be for the reasons you originally want. Still happens. Dre. The video you saw, you told me about on Snapchat that I did. Ain't no way in hell I thought that blew up the way it did. And that was a TikTok video. I'm not even on TikTok, motherfucker. <laughs> like, bro, I said, still, still blow up somehow, you know? So sometimes it's just a matter of us planning too much to be ahead and not just taking what's in front of us and appreciating that and just keep going forward. Still got to have goals, though. Of course. Especially. Of course. Write them down, even. Have a whiteboard or something. Have a vision board. I have three in my room. Matter of fact, I know you're ready to top it off. Pause. I know you're ready to cap it off. <laughs> I couldn't even. I couldn't even get my words out without it. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, house, pay off the car, pay off student loans. Okay, so. Um, three goals is to familiarize myself with more of like the technical aspects of what I do, like, like you said, numbers and stuff like that. And figure out I guess my first car my first own car and make it through the motherfucking week <laughs> I hate that's you. my goal every week okay Dre 800 million film production studio house that I'm gonna turn into a recording studio I'm gonna add a few more successful business and just have a great family. You Not going to get married, though, ever, but <laughs> still have a great family. You know where the difference in success weighs? It's not a matter of the saying, but the doing. Hmm. And having the confidence to keep listing off. He didn't just stop at one or two. He didn't stop at one thing. Neither of you stopped at one thing or two or three. So you have to think about what else you wanted to do. And then you remind yourself, no, this is my weekly so I get everything done the way I want to. Dre, you started off with 800 million, and me and Zoe both were like, damn. <laughs> that's where you started off? That's the thing. That's, that's a mindset. <laughs> where you started off, you're still going to finish strong. That's how you're starting off. You said a house. That's a big purchase. Whether it be an apartment, whether it be a loft or studio, whatever, your home, that's a big thing. So. The numbers, you get that, you killing everybody else in the room, easy. Because there's not going to be one thing that you won't be able to account for equivocally in your mind. Your mental stability is going to be there. The same way you're a great writer, your number game is going to be off the charts. Me? I had three goals this one year, not even realizing. I looked at my vision board, I almost cried because I'm like, I was able to do that this year alone. No, wouldn't know what I cross off the list. My car. Nah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I got two cars this year. And I don't say that to brag. The first one got totaled. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bella. I miss you. Oh, my God. But I got a better car. I got Iris. Oh, my 2017. Ah, anyway. But <laughs> I got my car. And, yo, when Tyler and my homegirl, Nina, wouldn't be driving, I felt so uncomfortable. I'm like, damn, their life is in my hand. Nigga, I'm driving like it's not, like I've been doing it for years now. <laughs> That's one thing off my list that I'm like, damn, I never saw myself really doing it. <laughs> Nigga, how, how many rides have I gotten from you this past year alone? <laughs> you see, you see what I'm saying? You can't fake that. How many, yo? I am so grateful for the people that I've been giving me around. That's just one thing. Something else I've been able to cross off my list. Be able to afford, not get, but afford a house. They said you have to be able to make three times that rent to fucking get in a certain place. 
And that's just without you. That's just without your credit. Yeah. And I say this, and I'm not bragging about my numbers or anything like that. But I am blessed and fortunate to say, because I've been busting my ass off and doing my thing at work, I made four times, not one, not two, not three, but four times what is needed to get into the, a place I, I want. Nice. That's a hell of a milestone. That's a hell, exactly. For me, it was affording it, being able to afford it. And it's like, damn, how did I get there? Because someone else that kept telling me Bro, this is where I need to be and got me where I need to be. And I just took the step forward. It's not as hard as we make it out to be. It's not as good. It's not going to be as... It's, it's going to be difficult. There's going to be different moments for him that he's going to have to come over. There's going to be different adversaries we all are going to have to exceed and push through. There's always going to be another mountain. You're always going to want to make it move. Yes, I just quoted Miley Cyrus. Get the fuck out of my face or just leave. Anyway, but... It's true. <laughs> Always going to be an uphill battle, and you're going to lose sometimes. But that's not the difficult part. The difficult part is getting up. Are you going to stay there, or are you going to keep moving? Swish, just like that. And you know what else? You know what I else? was going to do that no matter what was being talked about. Right. <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> Allegedly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we. I wouldn't be me if I didn't do it. Right. All right. <laughs> so, Stop dismissing it. We, we appreciate everyone for viewing this, watching this, listening to this, whatever time, morning, evening, noon, or night. Remember, this is the Two and a Half LSE's podcast, a.k.a. the, poly, the unofficial, official first episode and if you want to follow me, R-E-T-R-O-D-E on Instagram, RetroJ underscore on Twitter. Shout out on the fine-ass aunties, fine-ass females and women out there. Holla at your boy. And if you want to check out my music, RetroJ on all streaming platforms, it will never be the same. Album is out. Deluxe dropping next Friday. Well, this coming Friday. So... Shalom, say it again one time for the one. Say, say it one more time for the people in the back. Say it one more time. Go ahead. It will never be the same. Deluxe is dropping this Friday. The what? Deluxe. The what? Deluxe. The what? Deluxe. That's what I'm talking about. Feature out this guy right on there. your temple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no soldier boy. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> This nigga said no soldier boy. Draco. Alright, go ahead. Outro. Oh, uh if we haven't done this in a long time. Yeah, it's been on? a minute. It's been a minute. We were kinda slow there, but we good. We good. We good. We good. Rusty we good. like bike tires, man. Go ahead. Let's, let's get it popping. That was good. I'm an artist, man. I'm rapping. Right <laughs> I'm an artist, man. I guess that was the DZM podcast. No, no, we live and you done, <laughs> no. and you done did that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's a wrap of the two and a half LLC podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was out. Of the homes, young Pluto. Um, Dame was involved this time. Um, Dre is here. Where can they find you? Where can they find you? I appreciate where can they find you. They can find me on Instagram at young underscore blue door You can find me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, 
Yeah. This nigga is sus, bro. <laughs> I wasn't going to say, but I, I pointed it out like they could see it in the camera. But, yeah. uh, read the comment, bro. Wait, what? Big D is here. Thrasher <laughs> underscore Mike. That was said. Shout out to people who joined the stream. Hell yeah. Hopefully more to come. Dame, what's up, bro? Shout you out, man. You you played you played good dividends in this conversation. It backed me, so appreciate it. Oh, uh, no problem, bro. Um, you can follow me at the Maverick, the dot Maverick on Instagram. Also, my photography page at Archive by DP. There's an underscore between the by and the DP, so just make sure that there's a clarification. But uh, yeah, have fun. All right, it's your boy, the KB. This is the KBQ. That's yours truly. Uh, it's your boy, KBQ, signing out, man. Uh, if you're interested in having a song written for you, if you need anything like that, reach out to me directly on this Instagram feed that you're watching now live, ladies and gentlemen. This is KBQ. If you're looking for any other inquiry to get to Retro Dre, to get to Zoe, to get to Dame, hit up the Kings Queens Project Co. This video will be live in the description. Thank you very much. It'll be live in the video feed for the Two and a Half LLC podcast. <laughs> if you have any other inquiries, go ahead and hit up the King Swings Project Co. on Instagram, <laughs> and we will route you over. Stay safe. If you're on YouTube or Instagram or whatever platform, like, comment, and subscribe. Share. Donate if you want to. Money sign retro sound wave on Cash App. And we appreciate y'all. All around the world, all around the globe. This is the Two and a Half LLCs podcast featuring us. Dre, Zoe, Travis, Damian, Nas will be here next time. Y'all have a good time. And don't forget, before I die, I'm trying to fuck you, babe. Cut it off. <laughs> 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 it was a good show. <laughs>